Yeah, yeah, I think I got the sounds figured out finally, but uh, we're live. What's going on, everyone? You already know what go. it is. It's an Internation podcast for Nooners, by Nooners. And uh, yeah, missed last week. Sorry about that. I got a, a weird week last week. We, uh, we had a trip planned for me and my wife, uh, you know, sexy, uh, sexy bikini trip to Barbados planned for the day after Christmas. And then uh, we went to go book airfare, and the only airfare available was about $3,000 a piece. So we're like, uh, we might have to uh, change plans. So then it was a mad dash to find something else. And uh, we want to be somewhere where uh, she wears my favorite outfit that she puts on, which is her bikinis. And most places that are warm enough for that the day after Christmas are uh, south of the border. And traveling south of the border now is a pain in the dick. So... But we got it sorted out. I, uh, but like I said, I spent so long trying to get that figured out that I Thursday night rolled around and my wife was just like, "Are you not doing a show tonight?" And it was like 10 p.m. I was like, "Oh fuck, it's Thursday." So, but it was good. Good break. And uh, oddly enough, um, taking a week off did wonders for the audio numbers. The last, the whole last week, like all the old episodes have just been like downloaded like crazy so thanks for that but yeah so we're back it's thursday night the thursday night football game sucks so you're not missing anything well ever since amazon took that shit over it's been chop central like i i and i've listened to a lot of pat mcafee Mm -hmm. and i guess i'm not the only one who bitches about their servers because like i'll be watching it and then the commercials are always fucked up yeah but i don't care it's commercials but like you'll watch the play and then, like, it'll do a freeze, and then the next thing you know, the ball's intercepted or down the field yeah. or whatever. And you're like, I don't know what happened. It's, it's, the quality is yeah. terrible. It's not even worth watching. It's like that annoying lag in gaming. Like, you're going well, then all of a sudden you're dead. You're like, what the fuck happened? So, but, yeah, I forgot. You get, it's chi- he, Chicago tonight? Chicago and Washington. It's, like, the two most fucking abortion of football teams right now in the NFL just – yeah. Ugh. It's yeah. terrible. I had high hopes for Washington. What the fuck were you but, thinking, dude? I don't know. Like, so as a Colts fan, which we can get into that in a second, um, you know, you can see it with the Colts. I didn't mind. I didn't mind Carson Wentz all that bad. He just couldn't stay healthy. And then he goes to, I don't know, he goes to DC. I'm like, okay, like, Last year, they I think if I recall, they weren't like DC had some pretty promising games. Like they were looking, looking good. So I was like, oh, maybe Carson Wentz is the piece. Obviously not, because they look like fucking shit, like always. It fits Dan Snyder, man. That guy, that guy could fuck up a wet dream. Like he he's had some monster talent, and it just oh yeah flutters flutters out the door, man. Yeah, like, I mean, Chicago's a lot like that, too, though, except they don't get the talent, really, or, or when they do, they fuck it up, you know. Which is a shame, because, like, I really feel like they wasted Brian Erlacher's career, you know, because that dude was a stud. He was. And then, and yeah, and but I mean. just couldn't do anything with it. They got close. They had that one year where they went to the Super Bowl, but then they got their brains kicked in yeah. by uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, was that uh, was that Trubisky at the time? No, that was, was uh, six. Right? Trubisky is a long time ago, dude. It was um, oh Christ, 
I, I can't even think of his name, but he was kind of like he was. I think he ended up playing for Washington too. Like I think the quarterback. I think he ended up leaving Chicago and going to Washington, and then his career died. But yeah, that was. Uh, God, let's see. I can't think of his name. Who did they play? Oh. Played the Chicago Bears. So, yeah, but let's see. So, 07, or let's see, 06, Bears, QB. I'm going to say it. Everybody, everybody, I bet everybody in Rex Grossman. Yep. There we go. I bet everybody hey. in the live chat, like, because <laughs> there's a delay. Yep, there's there's Ruben, Rex Grossman. Everybody's probably screaming at me. It's like, kind of like how you are when you watch, like, live podcasts on Drinking Bros yeah. and you know something. You're like, ah, it's this, it's this. You know, Rex Gross, it actually reminds me a lot of Carson Wentz. Like he had like a Carson Wentz had like that one baller season and then he got broken and Nick Foles carried him to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then, which I mean, shout out to Nick Foles, dude. The fuck, he's just like, (laughs) like it hasn't done shit since, but fuck. Well, he was kind of like, like the same situation was with, uh, the dude in Minneapolis, the quarterback for the Minneapolis Miracle, which is to this day, I think, one of the cool, like one of the greatest football moments in recent history. The Minneapolis Miracle, just the whole everything that happened and fucking Joe Buck screaming, Stefan Diggs throwing his helmet up into the crowd and shit. But, uh, God, who was that guy? He was, he was a second string that came in, took him to, Damn near the Super Bowl. The next year, they moved him to Denver, I think. But yeah, Minneapolis Miracle. That wasn't Kirk Cousins. No, it was a second string, and then I think I got Kirk Cousins this, the year after. But maybe somebody in the live chat knows. But yeah, they, yeah, Matt, the Colts has become a quarterback graveyard. This is true. One of them made it out alive, which is what sparked all their fucking problems now. When you have your when you have your franchise quarterback retire during the preseason, and that was can you can you blame him though? The dude oh, was I don't like blame half him at all. crippled. I don't blame him at all. He poor bastard. He was. I mean, he went to Stanford. He's smart enough to know when the fuck to get out. He probably yeah, when your when your fucking bones stop working, yeah. that's probably the best time I to just get think out. Like you know, maybe do it before preseason and not at halftime at the last preseason game of the year. You know what though? I mean, have you ever quit a job in the middle of your shift and you're just like, fuck it. Uh... I, I mean, granted we don't have as much money on the line, but there's been times I walked in the, walked in the door and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to work today or ever again. Right. At this place. So like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, haven't, I haven't walked out mid shift, but <clears throat> Like, right when I first moved to Iowa, I started, I was working part-time at Lowe's here, just because okay. I, I had free time and wanted to make some extra cash, and then right. we could never get the schedule figured out, and then one day, the manager was just like a complete dick about it, so I finished the shift and just never went back. But yeah, I mean... The problem is I still shop at that Lowe's and see people in there occasionally, or like, look, I only worked there for like maybe two weeks, and... uh like if you're like, did you used to work here? It's like, nope, that was not me. I mean, not me, man. But so, what are you doing for uh, betting right now in football? Because like, I have my normal 
bet that I make, mm-hmm. and it's like a five dollar fifteen team parlay. Yep. I always do that just because the odds are so high, but I never hit. But I always get fucking close. I think last last week I only missed uh, three three games. Yeah. Yep. Do you do anything other than the hail mary uh, parlays? No. Uh, sometimes I'll make my own parlays. Yeah. Um, and I'll do like I'll just be watching a game. Like ah, you know, I think the last one I made, I made like a like a two hundred bucks on the Kyler Mur on it wasn't last week's cardinals game it was week before i bet like kyler murray anytime touchdown and zach Ertz anytime touchdown and it paid like the odds were like twenty thousand, you know so it was like 20 to 1 yeah. so i put like fucking five bucks on it and i won like 150 dollars. oh shit hola chica can't hear her. nope can't hear you no we no sound charlie no sound. But yeah, I, uh, oh, and Ruben came in again with uh, Case Keenum was the quarterback for the Minneapolis Miracle. Ruben is Ruben a uh, big sports a football guy. connoisseur? Big sports like guy. Big, big sports guy. Uh, casual. You know, it helps me if I unmute. There you go. There you go. There you go. Finally, How's that? the person the uh, the episode's named after shows up. Are we live? We are live. Car- Carly in the Gothic Factory. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, we also make belts. So. Is that your uh, big rubber masturbating belt? Mm-hmm. It has cock rings of various sizes on it. You have Jesus your Christ. square hole up there, and you have your giant one. Yeah, I'd say that's a that's a one hell of a cock ring. I mean, that thing. <laughs> what are you at a donkey show? What the fuck is it? What kind of dicks are y'all dealing with? Because Every man I've been with is packing at least as much. So, well, good for you. You're packing a you you, you fuck dudes with tuna cans in their po- in their pants or what? Yeah, I mean, I guess I just know how to pick them. Yeah, Bang I mean, they're all fucking assholes, but I mean, yeah, just... well, if they fuck your asshole with that thing, you're gonna fart weird. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking inside, you rebel. So, anyways, we got off here, but. For those listening, uh, joining me, us. So I've got Timmy. That's who me and him have been having the football conversation. And then uh, David Carradine's belt, a.k.a. Goth Charlie, has joined us in uh, her full gothium. Or is this just how you dress now? This is how I've always dressed. Yeah, like... Ever since I could dress myself. Ever since you could dress yourself, you're like, like I don't know, how old... I'm trying to think. I don't know. My six-year-old dresses himself pretty well. So, like, six years old, you're coming out with, like, black lipstick. and. Well, I guess I should say ever since I could shop for myself. Oh, okay. Then, then it was straight to Hot Topic, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> A Hot Topic and Spencer's? Yes, yeah, Spencer's. 12-year-old me, when I first saw Hot Topic, I was like, oh, my God. I have found my people. <laughs> uh-huh. When did... When did uh, Spencer's go from like the funny gag store to straight the dildo store in the mall? Like, what what was the year? Well, it went. Did from... they not always have sex toys? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that I do recall. Like, like it, it got from... aggressive. Yeah. I was just like, oh ha ha ha! They funny had like sex a sex toy, yeah. and then you walk in, and it's like a whole thing. Yeah. They had like, just wow. like a little rack in the back with like a couple. That's a of, like... wall of dicks. A couple like normal dildos and then one like novelty one. But then yeah, now it's uh 
And now they got the yeah. Charlie Pleaser 5000. Yeah. It's like the size of a fist, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> they probably have the fist. Have you ever seen that one? Have you ever been in the sex store and seen their big rubber fist? That thing is intimidating as shit. Like, if I was ever dating a girl and she's like, this is what I like to fuck myself with. Like, the only thing she would hear is, like, me starting my car, maybe some crying, and then the, <laughs> the screech marks going down the street. Like, I, I can't. I can't hang. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, luckily I've never uh, I've never encountered some chick that's pulled out something that was too aggressive for me. I mean, I've seen some wild shit, and uh, like I I've, I've mentioned this I think in the live chat a couple of days ago. In college, I was at a house party and walked in, like we're looking for the bathroom at this frat house, and uh, and actually in Boone it was at App State, and uh, walked in on this girl doing what's known in the biz as the airtight skier. Um, Are you familiar? Was she? So yeah, that all three and two hands. Good for her. And she seemed to be enjoying it so much that when I was like, "Oh shit, sorry," she s- took the one out of her mouth and was just kind of like, "There's still room." And I was like, okay. "I'm good, but you guys have fun." I'll take and, the next one. Thanks. Yeah, and I shut the door behind me and proceeded to the bathroom. Whoever molested <laughs> her was a goddamn pro. I mean, because if you're like that hardcore into it at that age yeah you know what he was doing at that uh chuck e cheese yeah who knows there's probably like some blue dolphins or mdma or something uh some 20 year old quaaludes involved in that one who knows (laughs) the lemons yeah some yeah lemons even though i don't know i don't know quaaludes from what i've seen because i'm a little too young for quaaludes and everything i know about quaaludes is from that was before us dude that was was from wolf of wall street i'm assuming that uh if you're if you're fucked up on quaaludes you aren't you might be getting gangbanged but you aren't conscious for it this girl was most certainly conscious so maybe she might have just been strung up on vodka red bulls or something how the fuck did how was cosby getting them all those years later did he have like his own chemist or do you have that shit sitting on ice? Maybe. Vacuum sealed in the freezer. He might have had enough. Because um, it was like the same thing with the Playboy Mansion with Hefner. Because he was giving quaaludes to the girls. And they were like, we don't know exactly how. Um, unless it was from offshore markets. Getting it from outside of the United States. Which is, the you know, unheard of. Well, I mean, let's face it. If you're going to be fucking Hugh Hefner... You're probably taking the quaaludes yourself. You no, can't, like, yeah. Like, it, like, at that point, it's kind of like it's going to happen, honey. <laughs> you want this? Yeah, yeah. They're probably like. Imagine probably the one chick who was like really into like, like a grandpa kink, and she was just like loved fucking Hugh Hefner, just a big, yeah. a big fucking white sock full of raisins like that's yeah. like the only way i could imagine yeah you have i'm sure those ladies are out there i don't know if they look the way the women that hugh hefner was paying to fuck him look though i mean like if there's a, a lady out there who was would really turned on by old ass hugh hefner and just like super, oh. super whopped at the thought of him just like laying down on a bed while like they just inject like blood into his penis to give him an erection. Like, I don't think they look like the girls that are invited to stay in the Playboy Mansion. I don't think oh. they had to inject his dick, but I, because I think he was like a huge proponent of Viagra. I think he was like one of the, like one of the number one people to be like, I'm on Viagra, get the blue pill. 
because he wanted everyone to think that he did fuck all these girls and to a point he actually did fuck a lot of them but like his girlfriends when he had like nine of them at a time they would actually go one by one and they would only ride him for a couple of seconds and then get off and go do whatever the fuck you want so yeah it wasn't like it it was weird it was just kind of like and now his dick was like the express lane yeah yeah uh i guess his number one girlfriend the one that sleep like slept in his bed with him i think they might have had more like actual sex but probably not like a lot of people like I don't know if they realize, like he, he was fucking in his eighties. Like he wasn't just thinking about sex all the time. I mean, it was scheduled, right? And I mean, at that age, are you like, are you even like blowing loads anymore, or is it just like dust coming out? Uh, yeah, it says bang. Dust. Like air, like a okay. whoopee cushion. It's like urethra and urethra. It's like a man queef. <laughs> Honestly, it probably doesn't change. I mean, it might get a little bit thicker. Because, oh, some of the, like a lot of the lubrication I think in semen comes from the prostate, I believe. And I know your prostate can, yeah, fucking with you once you well, get older. So it might. I wonder. I wonder if it gets a little bit well, I think, thicker. Yeah, like the the fluid. Because I watch a lot of uh, Doctor Drew After Dark. If you're familiar with that podcast, it's great. No, I'm not. You should listen to it because Doctor Drew. At first, I was like, he's on the YMH network. Mm-hmm. Like your mom's house and i was like why the fuck do they have dr drew thinking like he used to be on jason ellis's uh xm show yeah, a lot it's, and, it's and fucking, that shit got he's crazy. awesome and it's a fucking hilarious show but uh he has had he had prostate cancer and has prostate removed so like they ask him and him he's very open about him and his wife are in their 60s and still like very sexually active but yeah like he's like oh i orgasm i just don't come and i was like that's hard to wrap my head around that sounds amazing i mean it's definitely neater like neater well yeah because like you don't have to wake up in the morning and you have all that weird hair that's like stuck to your legs you know like you don't have to deal with that shit yeah like sounds i want my prostate removed yeah Hmm. somebody careful what you wish for (laughs) someone i mean someone in your location i bet there's some shady doctor that'll be like hey for an extra couple hundred bucks, instead of snipping, I can you know, giving you I the snip, that. I'll just I'll take the whole goddamn thing out. I'll take everything. No. Yeah, like your your reproductive system will be like a Tesla. It goes, but there's just no like fluid. I know, but would I have Bluetooth? Because I feel like a Bluetooth dick would pr- be pretty pretty awesome. That'd be awesome. I know, like um, they make those like surgical implants. For people that have had like severe penis injuries, where oh, like, the, they remove the, the testicles, pump, right? and then, like, yeah, the... in the sack is like a, a air pump, and you pump it to give yourself an erection. So, Charlie, I'm surprised you've never seen one of those being, you know, in the medical field. Um, I mean, so uh, I worked in the ER. You don't see much of that in the ER. No, you just see people with weird shit shoved up their ass. No, if I didn't, that wasn't my forte either. No. And I didn't hear about it. But I did hear about somebody pimping out their colostomy hole. And it got an STD. And that was probably the nastiest thing I'd ever heard. The STD got a... Like the the 
Could the whole thing again. got an STD or it gave an STD? There is a man who kept coming in then to the ER. He kept having an infection around his colostomy hole. A colostomy bag, you know, is something that yeah, yeah, yeah. your shit goes into, well, for the other listeners, yeah. that your shit goes into, um, there's something wrong with your colon, so they need, like, or your rectum, you cannot shit out yeah. your ass, so it needs to go somewhere. So that's coming out of your big intestine, Okay, but where does the tube... Oh, I'm going to stop you right there because I'm not 100% sure how this works. Is there like a tube that's up your ass and that's what connects to the colostomy no, bag? No, or they, is they, it they like, put a hole like in your... Like, or is a hole like in your... They put a hole in your intestine. Yeah, they put a and hole so like it, through your... So where does it come out? Like, where does the, the hole... Like, if it was a human body, like, where does the hose come out of? Let's see. There is no holes. There's just a hole in your stomach. They make an, an incision and it's usually like in the left side... Um, Here you go, Timmy. What we would call your left quadrant. It's a little bit like oh, by your. Uh, belly okay, show button. that again. I need to see because I this is amazing. I need to see all of this. It's a little bit by yeah. It's like to the left of your belly button. So somebody was stomach fucking this dude. He was pimping it out. That oh, good for him. That's an American right there. <laughs> he found out. He found out how to make. Everybody yeah, has a kink. Me. Bravo to that man. Infected. And they were like, what the fuck is this? And yeah, see, I guess I don't know exactly. A little bag Please tell me it was full of spooge. Please tell me it was full of spooge. Oh uh, well, no, they just found out like this is syphilis. Mm-hmm. Or chlamydia. It might have been chlamydia, I can't remember. It's like why? And I guess he had to admit, like, I let people fuck it for money. Oh, God bless that man. So I, I God bless that man. So these people can actually say they fuck someone's guts. I was about to say, like, rearranging them guts. Also, one of those pictures looked like a prolapsed asshole, but on his stomach. Well, it kind of it technically is, kind of is. is a prolapsed asshole. I was about to say, if you blow a load in somebody's colostomy hole. Is that a blowjob or anal? I don't know. Well, I, well, it's, I not think anal, be, it's not your anus. Yeah, I don't think it's considered oral sex, but I, but I guess it almost could be swallowing. It would be... Swallowing adjacent? I, I don't... <laughs> so then I wonder, like... Intestinal? <laughs> yeah, like... I mean, we'll have to figure this I out. I imagine the bragging rights, though, but like, man, my dick goes so deep, it goes into the intestine. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> man, just... I rearranged this gay dude's guts yesterday. <laughs> I just, oh, my gosh. Good. Oh, wow. I wish I could meet that man. I'd just be like, dude, you're a local hero. You know, <laughs> I just want to let you know. God bless you, sir. I mean, he's probably dead now. He's letting dudes just... He probably is. Probably. Let's see if there's an urban dictionary. Uh, I think there needs to be. It's uh, the Philly sidecar. What? <laughs> there's a name for this. <laughs> and the I big, thought I was clever when I made up, uh, Why is it so specific with Philly, though? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'll have, to ask, uh, I'll have to ask Delta. Well, in all, fairness, the people <laughs> from, JJ. <laughs> in all fairness, the people from Philadelphia did eat horse shit when they won the Super Bowl, so I kind of get it. 
that one fucking fan who ate horse shit and they have they have a lot of uh colon cancer there so a lot of people are getting their shit fucked up and okay so (laughs) that's wild urban dictionary the philly sidecar definition Autostomy sex, the act of putting a penis into an ostomy site, be it a colonostomy, ileostomy, or colostomy site for intercourse, popular among prisoners as a means to get cigarettes or pay off debt. I have a lot of fetishes. I haven't done that one yet. I can honestly say, oh, now I have it. Now it's on the list. It wasn't before now. Thanks, Bill. But that's the real question is <laughs> do you think they have thing. any of that on Pornhub? I don't know. But okay, would it count if it's like the uh you know the 50-year-old emphysema woman who had to have her trachea removed and she has to smoke oh, in that thing? Somebody's done that. Oh, like is that the same thing? Uh I don't know. I honestly it is think... technically kind of. I mean, we are one one long tube, technically. Given, yes. So um if I, I would had, call if that I had to, ch- to choose, but if like, I was going to give that put a my sex dick position, in somebody's colostomy hole is pretty goddamn. See, but if I was going to fuck somebody's trachea, I would call it the chimney sweeper, because like I feel like that's a little bit more appropriate than the, the, the Philly, Philly sidecar. sidecar. Yeah, I would call that the chimney sweeper. See here. And maybe sing that stupid song Dick Van Dyke Chim- sings. Chimney, on- chim, 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 <laughs> Please go harder. No, I don't know where the green hole is. <laughs> like Ned from South Park. Oh, Timmy. There is also oh. a name for that. Oh, uh, Chimney Sweeper? Please no, tell no, me no, it's no, a no. Chimney Sweeper. No, no. Even better. Oh, tell me. Lay it on me. Blowholing. Okay, I get it. Okay, so I understand that, but like a blowhole's on the back of the whale's head, though. Well, I mean, whales don't really have heads. They just have eyes on the front of their bodies. Well, I mean, you you can have a blowhole wherever. It doesn't have to be on your dorsal side. You're using big fancy words. I know. I forgot what the front was called, though. (laughs) A sexual act performed via tracheotomy in which a male inserts his penis into the tracheotomy of either a male or female recipient, which followed by a combination of forward and back thrusting motions and heavy breathing by the recipient until orgasm is achieved. The heavy breathing part I didn't think of. Imagine the pressure, though, around your wiener. I bet it might feel weird if, like, you just, like, took a deep breath and blew out, like, with your... I was thinking, like, what do they do? They have to, like, hold their nose and hold their mouth shut. And then, like, suck in, like a reverse popping your ears. Oh. Oh. I like your head back. loogie out of your throat. (laughs) This is absolutely not where I thought this show was going to go, but I love it. (laughs) Well, it is now. (laughs) But I love it, you know? But, yeah, so if anybody out there has ever, uh, you know, known somebody Mm -hmm. that's been into blowholing, you know, hit us up in the live chat because that's... Between oh. that one, I don't know. The Philly sidecar or blowhole. There's some I guarantee you there is somebody out there, probably in this country, that has the means to facilitate both at the same time. 
I'd tell you a story, but even I'm not comfortable telling a story on this podcast. <laughs> I'll have to tell you in the uh, in the chat. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> oh god! But yeah, somebody uh, somebody out there has both of those holes. Now the real question too. So now, is there like a trifecta? So yeah. I mean, okay, so we got holes there. We got hole. Where's the third hole? Is there like a? What if like they had an eye patch and you fuck the eye hole? Is that be like the trifecta? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I mean, these people still have all the other holes. Oh, that's yeah, but like I'm talking about like an open, but like an open, like, like if you didn't have a micro peen, like you might like puncture a brain. I'm pretty sure. I'm talking like something. I'm pretty sure, like, um, like if you could literally skull fuck someone. Well, I was about to say, and them not be dead. I'm pretty sure, uh, like. Getting a blowjob while fingering a chick with no eyes, eye holes is called a bowling ball. Oh goodness, I'm that's so very specific. Right? How do you find a woman who had, doesn't have eyeballs? Well, I mean, sometimes you have to make things happen on your own. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, some stupid bitches out there is like, I feel like I was born blind, and some doctors are like, I'll cut your fucking eyeballs mm-hmm. out. I don't give a shit. You got yeah. great insurance. I, well, there was that lady who chemically Gonzo. had herself chemically blinded because she identified as a blind person. Oh, is she trying to be daredevil? Is she like trying to fight crime or does she just wreck cars now like every other woman? I don't know. She's probably just like, hey. she's probably just ugly with high standards and just wanted to stop seeing the guys she could actually fuck. Well, she's in good luck because uh, dudes will fuck anyone. If any, if somebody will stick a dick in. Stomach man, like, uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll. Uh... Well, the sad part about that one is not just anyone that did it; it's many people paid to do it, to the point where he got syphilis in his belly hole. You gotta love the op- You gotta love the free market, man. That is so awesome. Good for. You no, know, I wonder if he learned that in prison. Maybe. Was he a smoker? Uh, I don't know. They didn't say. But, hey. Damn it, Charlie! I feel like oh, you're like the cock tease of stomach fucking. Like I, I need to know all the details. Sorry, I didn't think to ask more questions. I was grossed out. I would have asked all the questions. I'd have been like, okay, first of all. <laughs> well, I get. Well, everybody was kind of sharing their own. That was the only one that really stood out to me. But uh, I wish I could have remembered the other ones. Timmy, Timmy, or not Timmy? Davy in the live chat told me to. Urban Dictionary, the Polish bike ride. And this might be one of the funniest Urban Dictionary definitions I've ever seen because it's so simple. It says, we're not sure. We only know that there's no cure. Oh. Uh, I was about to be like, oh, fucking Jesus Christ. What is this? <laughs> Apparently, uh, Is that the Craigers? The Craigers variant? Maybe. <laughs> you have to go to the hospital and almost die? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah. But Matt said, "Just re- just reopen your belly button. <laughs> your belly button doesn't go anywhere." <laughs> and uh, Space Cowboy says, "Whole boy has people paying to fuck him, or yeah, whole boy has people paying to fuck him and can't get a text back." Oh <laughs> lord! He also made a comment earlier that my kids are too uh, too litter still too young for me to make fun of goth kids. I'm assuming he's implying that one of my kids might become goth. God, it isn't goth anymore, right? It's not a phase. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. No, but like, isn't it called like something else? 
isn't well, it like not golf goth well it's 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 like no, the, it's the style like the style is basically the same but isn't it like well there's like a different name now so i don't know there's a lot of different sub genres yeah, when i was like that it's, it's stupid but there's yeah. a lot of like when i was in high school goth kind of faded away into emo which was a little less aggressive and more about like the emo punk music and then after i left high school apparently even emo started to fracture into like different niches like there's like scene kids and other emo i don't know but it was weird i never got into it i just know there's a lot of guys wearing mascara and wearing girls jeans yeah, I dated him in high school. You did, Except why, he, did he steal? He got name? into why? that after me, though. Like he was still cool when he was with me because I, I would have made fun of him. And then he broke up with me. All the girls loved him because it was during the emo hair phase, yeah. like when you know you had to get the bangs out of the hair. Yeah. He had that, and he was super cute. Skateboard, but, uh, he skateboard. And now he gets fucked in his stomach hole. Yeah. He start no. Now he's actually almost mentally retarded because he uh, fried his brain with uh, drugs. And he was super smart, like programmer. He was because he, he would always like break the firewalls for the internet so we could get on like MySpace and shit in the computer labs. MySpace, you're showing your age. Oh, simpler times, mm-hmm. MySpace. Yeah, you had your top five friends in the. I mean, I'm talking about song like, the beginning of the emo. Played. Like I'm already aging myself there yeah. too. Uh, but yeah, all the little girls loved him. Not the little girls, but all the girls in high school loved him. And he was like, I don't want a fucking girlfriend and broke up with me. And then he started wearing the tight pants. He got like the Russell brand haircut. It was, oh my God. I jerk off like on crackers and like eat it and shit. Like, like, I don't know. But he's not a true fucking emo. He's a goddamn poser. Joined a, joined a boxcar (laughs) racer cover band. Yes. (laughs) He's not good enough for My Chemical Romance. He's got to go. My Chemical Romance local fan chapter. Yeah. (laughs) He did have a My Chem shirt. (laughs) My Chemical Romance was way after I got out of school. Like, way after. I wasn't. wasn't, Yeah, Yeah, I was about to say, I graduated in 06, and I was like, what is this shit? Now I hear it, I'm like, I get it now. As an adult, as an adult, things that I hated in the past just make more sense. The Black Parade, that song song slaps. I fucking. Whatever reason I, I enjoy that song, and yeah. I didn't hear it for the first time until like three years ago. And I I relentlessly made fun of the True Backstreet story. Boys, you know, when they were popular. Now, like pff, Backstreet Backs oh, come on, they were like awesome, dude. I'm, did Backstreet, you ever Backstreet Backs comes on? I'm ripping the fanny pack off, slinging it around my head. <laughs> did, did you ever watch that uh that documentary? That documentary that uh Lance Bass did about like. The boy band thing, it's on YouTube. No. It talks about oh it's fan it's phenomenal. You gotta watch it. It's uh, they, is that when he exposes their um the manager experience? and how everything happened. Oh, yeah. And how it was like basically the backstreet boys and NSYNC were like basically pawns. Pawns in a big Ponzi scheme. I'll have to watch that. Because I met it a, was it was really good. Like I, 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 a, I recommend I met, it. I met Chris Kilpatrick. Kirkpatrick? Yeah, Kirkpatrick. Yeah, I met him last year at the Rob O'Neill's golf tournament. And that dude is awesome. Like, he's hilarious. He's very, like, self-deprecating about, like, who he is and what he was in the band. 
But he, you have to be. Well, like that's the can, only the way thing. to be. He can be because he actually like he owns and has always owned the IP for NSYNC. Like it was his band. Oh shit. Like he wasn't brought into it. He created it and owned NSYNC. And he was like, "I yeah. watched that." He's like, I, I totally got to recommend it, dude. You'll have to watch. That. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it on YouTube and I'll, I'll, I'll text you the link. It's, I think it's like 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah. And it goes it. into, hmm. it's, it's very I'll interesting. To watch that. And Lance Bass put it out. The gay one. Yeah. That's Len. Then yeah, yeah he, he produced it. <laughs> yeah. Cause Chris, uh, Chris was just like, oh yeah. Like back in the day, like everywhere we go. There's always somebody hiding in our closet. It was either like girls or Lance. <laughs> <laughs> but from what I hear as well from a lot of people, Lance Bass is a pretty rad dude. So I think they're all pretty tight. Yeah. I think. I think uh, I haven't heard anything about JC in fucking de- like a decade. So JC, I have no idea what that dude's doing. All I know All I know about Justin Timberlake is is he put out one of the most underrated sci-fi movies ever. Uh, the one, spent. the one where he's got a timer on his arm. Yes, that movie was out grossly time, underrated. Make of time, and in time, like in time. time, I think was the name of that movie. Olivia Wilde was in that, correct? Which one's Olivia? I don't know who Olivia Wilde. I think is. plays his mom, chick? and then it's also uh kind of the the antagonist is a little bitch from uh Mad Men, a little like mm, Peter from Mad Men. Right, who I was Amanda a, Siegfried was in that movie. She is with I the think. gigantic eyes. Yeah, uh, like, she always reminds me of. Uh, did you guys ever play like uh, Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo sixty four? Mm. Oh, the Zelda game, but that yeah. was Star Fox. Oh, Star, uh, uh, Star Fox, Star Fox, Goldeneye, and Perfect Dark. Those are my Star Fox. Star Fox, do a barrel roll. I say yeah. that at least. I say that at least <laughs> once a month during sex. Do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. It was so perfect. I lost mine. I don't know where it is. It makes me sad. I've got. I've you still can, got you a Nintendo sixty four. You can play it on Nintendo Switch. I don't have a Switch, but I do have a sixty four. I have two of them actually. Yeah. Stop being poor and get a Switch. I uh, I tried to hook. It, I hooked up to the sixty four wow. like a year ago because I was going to try to play Goldeneye. And a Nintendo 64 with Goldeneye on like a 75 inch Ultra HD TV. You, you can't see shit. And so I got a 65 like each pixel, inch. Each pixel is like the size of my phone. Like, yes. Like, oh God. I was I was wondering if there's something that will help it to convert because it worked for my 50 inch just fine. All but... the Nintendo Switch, yeah. and they have it on there, and it looks great on your television. <sighs> I also uh, bought the uh, like the, like the Nintendo Sega, the Sega Genesis. I think you can buy the Nintendo controller separate. Yeah, the the Nintendo sixty four controller, which is like not ergonomic at all. Everybody just used oh. the center, and then right the right yeah, side. The, the left, left side. Nobody used the left side. I don't even know what like why. Like I'm you sure had to use it when you played Star Fox. You had to use the left side. Did For you? What? I don't remember. No, you just yeah, because that was how you did all the. No, you hit special the, moves, you hit right? The, you hit the D-pad with the thumb. You you, you take your, yeah, but you take your right thumb, bring it over. Take your left thumb off the joystick and start hitting. Like All right, so wait. It's been a while since I've played it. I just mean nobody ever like held on to the left side. Like you never did the left side in the middle. It was always middle right. 
I mean, do you think yeah, that's think- had like some sort of effect on how like we use our hands during sex now? I don't know, but one I of those things I hold on to both sides at once. I mean, I definitely put my thumb on the top of guys wieners and do this, and they do barrel roll. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. <laughs> so it's helped me out. Thanks, Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. You also look like a lady who's into non-consensual sounding. <laughs> Very nice. Which, ugh, even even saying that joke made my fucking urethra clamp. Don't up. call me out like that. I might have opened up a urethra or two in my day. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to give you the pickle tickle and tie your tummy. <laughs> Let me see what it looks like in here. <laughs> well. I don't know. I've had catheters before. And that was enough. So I guess I've been sounded before. I don't know. I mean, technically, but it wasn't sexual. It was medical. And I, the catheters actually have a balloon on the end of them, too. Which is why you don't rip those out. I didn't. I didn't. I, I swear I've seen a guy who ripped his out because his dick hole was the entire like width of his penis. Ugh. It was the biggest. Oh, dick sure, it happens all the time, right? Like, and I couldn't stop looking at it. I was in a nursing home. I was doing CNA stuff, and I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck happened?" And I was like, "Charlie, you need to look away. This is not professional." And I, was like, I fucking can't. Like, what the fuck happened to his dick? The hole that big, you know, they're not squirting. It's like a perfect dribbler. It's just like, bleh. like if you, <laughs> it's, it comes out like a water faucet. <laughs> Not even like a water, like a water faucet with really bad pressure. It just, like the, it just, it just runs down the side, you know. Take, just go, <laughs> go, open up a thing of Greek yogurt. Take the and peel the whole it. thing off, flip it upside down, and just squeeze it. Yeah, I wouldn't um, even need to hold it. You could just hold it regular, just lightly, like squeeze it so it'll collapse, but don't do it super fast. Mm-hmm. Just. Uh, which would be the exact it would opposite. just be like bleh. which would be the exact opposite of like you know how you know when you're in your young and in your 20s and like edging all day when it goes it's like you know stepping on a capri sun pouch or something imagine how efficient that would be though like all the cum would literally come out at once so you wouldn't get that uh, i don't know uh, uh, it would just be there's no bleh. there's no ropes it's just yeah there's no ropes dude it's just it's like that Nickelodeon gack. It's just a plot. You know? just... But no, I was, just, I was just thinking like for your total strudel, like if you just snip the whole edge of like yes. off and just. I, I bet it would be like that, but like it'd be a slow squeeze. It just plops yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Just one wet. Can you imagine right having a prolapse cock? How terrible, like oh. just oddly weird that is. Because that's like the equivalent of. It's almost right. Like if you're if you got a urethra hole that you could put fucking marbles in, like that's that's there. It oh. yeah, kinda, kinda. Yeah, I don't know. What would a facial look like at that point? Just like, just like one blob on her forehead, and she's like, <laughs> "Are you gonna like really? rub this around on my face or something? Like, how does how does this work?" I don't even think that you would have enough pressure to be able to. Get I think it, that. I think it all just gets. That's why you there. have to squeeze from the bottom and like work it up like a go-gurt, yeah. you know, and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> and it would just pop out. 
Yeah. I, I I think that's how that would be. And then eventually... I, I think it would definitely be more of a Gogurt situation. Well, then, I mean, eventually what you'd end up doing is, like, pulling out and putting your thumb over it, right? And then almost like when you spray a champagne bottle. Like, yeah, but I don't think really dicks the have more like spraying cool a champagne bottle, did. right? Like, yeah, but my dick doesn't have carbonation. Be cool if it did, though. Well, science will get there one day. There's like a jet stream for your sack. <laughs> you just eat a bunch of pop rocks. No, what's and the, see what the soda stream? Soda stream. It's like, <laughs> which those things are dog shit, dude. Because I actually like soda water with vodka, mm-hmm. and I was gonna buy one, and everybody's and every one of my friends that told me that they had one mm-hmm. said they're fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean. My friend has one and he loves it. My mom and has one and loves it. She it. doesn't use it a lot, right? Whereas we, uh, like, I'm drinking vodka or croy. It's like me and my wife both drink it. So, like, I ran the numbers. LaCroix. Like, yeah, LaCroix. So fancy. LaCroix. You fancy. Well, I mean, I don't know. Is LaCroix fancy anymore? It's not like a spin. I know, but it sounds fancy. It's kind of like when you have period. Perrier. Perrier water, Perrier. Perrier, Perrier, yeah. Which I are you drinking vodka. period water? When I'm a when I'm in when we're in Vegas at the club, I order vodka Perrier. You know, because you can't no, you can't get. I, I like vodka Croy. Perrier with a little bit of cranberry juice. I like it with Tocobo Chico. Topo Chico. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's mineral water. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's mineral water. Oh god. I don't know if it's. I think it might be naturally carbonated. I'm not sure, but it. Uh, I swear it helps me, like, with hangovers and shit. Yeah, so. the, uh, the other day, like, our grocery store chain here, like, sends out these, like, flyers, you know, all the time, like, deals, and they also have recipes, and they had one for, like, handmade, like, actual ranch water, like, cocktail. Mm-hmm. Not, like, the ranch water you buy in cans. Like, it's, so it was, like, Topo Chico, or what you take, like, tequila and agave, and like a bunch of different like kind of like spices around a rim, fill it with ice, and then top it off with Topo Chico. Sounds pretty good. We might have to. I mean, uh, the wife we're talking about maybe doing that one of these days. But uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I don't really care for the ranch water. I don't. I don't, I don't mind it. Very good. I don't mind it. But it's all right. I'm. I'm getting a little bored. Like uh, they have one, bit, and but... I'm sure they have them everywhere. Um, it's the ranch water brand, but it's like Rancherita. I've had those too. They're terrible. Like I, maybe it's just, it's probably just a me thing, to be honest. I just, I'll try anything once, except for being fucked in my stomach hole. That's kind of a, that's my no-no square. But <laughs> That's where you draw the line on OnlyFans. That's where I draw the line. I don't like to be fucked in my colostomy back hole. I feel like that's a me time thing. Well, let it be known when the day yeah, comes. You know? I don't but, know you like that. But yeah, we uh we looked at a, a soda stream, but we just exactly. drink, we just drink so many LaCroix. Like cuz even when I'm not mixing with stuff, like I just cuz I drink so much water. Like mm-hmm. I have this uh Yeti tumbler thing with water. I probably drink like 8 of these a day. So when I get home, I don't want to just keep drinking water. So I just start pounding down LaCroix. I think they make you more thirsty, to be honest. I drink the sparkling ice uh with plus caffeine. I uh they're like kind of like a, like almost like a tall boy type can. Mm. Uh, they have like five calories in them, and they have like seventy five milligrams of caffeine, and they taste pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I I drink those in the morning instead of like monsters and stuff. Yeah, Charlie drinks the blood oh, of the fun. innocent, and uh, 
I do. Mixes well with gin, surprisingly. And I don't Bogart. discriminate. I'll drink the blood of the filthy as long as it's not, you know, disease ridden. Yeah, I mean, the blood of the innocent sounds so boring. Like, give me the blood of the chick getting fucking uh, airtight skiered in a fucking dorm room, you know? Exactly. Exactly. You know, feel the fire, ride the dragon, all that shit. I want a little bit of that alcohol. If you have like some blood, I mean some drugs left in your bloodstream, like that's great too. What was the name of that Jim Carrey movie where he was a vampire and he bit the drunk guy and he got fucking wasted? Was it Once Bitten? It was. It was like early '90s, like right in Jim Carrey, right before he came out. Like I've never seen Jim Carrey be a vampire. Before. Is that like my boyfriend's a vampire? I swear to God, it was Jim Carrey. I think it was called Once Bitten. I want to say it's like late 80s, early 90s. Hey, 1985, once bitten. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Ah! Wow. And Karen Copen. Don't know who she is. She was hot. Yeah, like, that was even before Jim Carrey was like on uh, In Living Color. Yeah, here we go. Nice. Once bitten. Oh my gosh, he's a baby. Holy shit, it looks like Jared Leto Joker. Look at that fucking face. <laughs> He does. Yeah, look at that face. Not even joking. That looks like the Jared Leto Joker. Yeah. With a big goddamn chin. He could land a fucking airplane on. <laughs> Jim Carrey. One of those that just like can never get out of his role, right? Like, That's not true. I don't know. Like, He did I, a lot of serious shit. The Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, I didn't like that one, but I loved the Truman Show. <laughs> I thought Truman Show was great. Truman oh, Show is yeah. still kind of a comedy, but it he did uh get out of his whole like Jim Carrey thing, you know. So, but yeah, are we watching any good horror movies this uh, uh this, I have this Halloween because I'm a complete pussy and don't watch horror movies. Oh, um, you gotta you gotta find a good one that kind of breaks you in. I will Can say, I... and I had this in my notes. I watched Hocus Pocus two, and it fucking oh. sucks. Well, anything with spoilers. I've seen a review of it, and I was like, "Oh!" But for my other friends my age, they're like, "Oh, it's good." No, the people that are saying, but when people say that it's good, it's because they're they're trying to hold on to to their childhood. They're too desperate for it to be like good. They're like, "It's so good." I feel like the same way, like people that are really into Donnie Darko. I've never seen it. It's so confusing, and it's just kind of like, why do people love this like it, so much? This makes no fucking like it's a, sense. It's, it's not even deep. It's just, yeah. like, stupid. Yeah, I think the same thing about Pulp Fiction. I thought Pulp Fiction was terrible. <laughs> it was for all sure. over the place, for sure. It's a bit over. Yeah, but I, I will, just, like... I, I will agree that some people make it way more than it actually is. I think the... That's not even Quentin Tarantino's... Not even close best. to his best film. Which one's his best? Jackie Brown? No... I, I'm going to have to say Django Unchained. That was probably his best. Django Unchained was legit. Jamie Foxx and Leonardo DiCaprio and that fucking German guy. Uh, Christoph it, Waltz. Was that his name? Yeah, Waltz, like Christoph or something yeah, like Christoph that. Waltz. Christoph, yeah. Am I, am I close? I, I don't know. I think that was his best one. See, I didn't like Reservoir Dogs, and I didn't like... Uh, Pulp Fiction. They're terrible. Reservoir Dogs, I think it was his first one, right? And he made it for like $5. Yeah. Was it his first? I think it was his first. It like was first, interesting, first like feature. the storyline. Which is kind of 
Guys that robbed the bank, you know, wasn't even. Yeah, I mean, Pulp Fiction. I will say I enjoy it. I, it's kind of all like one of those movies, probably almost borderline like a culty classic. Um, but like way better cult classics. Yeah, but I mean, like Like the one that I don't get the obsession over, and maybe people don't obsess over it as much as they do anymore. But like forever, everyone just like Scarface, Scarface, got Scarface poster. Yeah, and I was like. And then, like, yeah, it's a good movie. But, like, I watch it now, and I'm like, can we just, like, get to the interesting part? Like, it's a horrible movie. Like, no, it's so fucking boring that you're yeah. like, people, like, why do people love this? This is so boring. There are way better gangster Enjoy. movies. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, yeah. I want to talk about Halloween movies. One that my wife loves. And I will admit, like, it is a very well-done movie. But I find it to be so fucking boring that I can maybe watch it once every other year is The Shining. Yeah, I can uh, see that. Shining, though, I like I enjoy that movie a lot, so I can sit there and like watch. Oh, it she'll watch it. She'll I watch it multiple it. times in the spooky season. She yeah, I felt like the same way about Carrie. Not a big fan of Carrie. Uh, yeah, I, I thought Carrie was kind of. It's about a girl who got picked on, and then she discovered her like her telekinesis power, and murdered the entire school. And I'm like, okay, but yeah, we've all wanted to do that though. But yeah, I mean, good. but yeah, it's Karen, entertaining. Mm. But Stephen King books don't really transition. I mean, The Shining, really hard to adapt a Stephen King book into a good movie. I think I Christine know. did really well. Maximum Christine Overdrive, The Mist. I like The Mist actually. Um, I've seen that one. I like the. Yeah, everybody gave it shit for the ending, and I thought the ending was kind of perfect. I like it because at the very the opening scene, he's painting that painting, and it's from the Gunslinger, which is like my favorite, like one of my favorite books that Stephen King did. Do I need to read the Gunslinger? Everybody tells me I need to read uh, that yes. series. It's probably I. It's probably my favorite Stephen King. Or it's a series, but yeah, it's probably the first one's probably one of my favorite books ever. I think it's one of the Stephen King's better ones because I've read some other ones and like they're okay. I read a. Uh, What's the one? It's like some date, and it's like the guy goes back in time to try try to stop JFK from being assassinated. And it's an interesting plot and a good story. He just gets almost like um, Tom Clancy. He just gets a little overly wordy with things. So we're like, okay, I like skip, skip, skip. (laughs) Okay, I skipped like an entire chapter, and I didn't really miss much. So, like, it's like reading. I was kind of like reading. Ever read anything by Anne Rice, like Interview with the Vampire, The Vampire Lestat? Did you ever read those books? Oh yeah, I actually, uh, I actually just rewatched Interview with the Vampire because and it was nothing like the book. It's nothing like the book, but I will say the movie is very well done. If you can separate yeah. the two of them, incredible movie. My wife, then my wife's like, ah, I don't know, it's kind of slow. It's like it's an incredible movie. The new series on uh, Amazon's not terrible. Are they? So, are they doing the whole uh, vampire? Uh, they're doing no. They're doing uh, the interview with the vampire as like a series, and it's. Uh, I can see that, and they have it kind of. They are there other books that they haven't done though. Oh, there's a lot. Oh yeah, they. Rice, they uh, so when they redid uh, Queen of the Dam, that was actually like a combination of three of mm-hmm. her books. We wa- we actually funny enough we watched that last night because I used to love oh, that really? movie. It came I love in, that movie too. Well, it came out when I was like. 
I don't know, like 12 or something? Like, oh, three? Well, oh, well see, that book was a combination of the, the book, The Vampire Lestat, and it was a combination. It was Vampire Lestat, uh, Tale of the Body Thieves, and Queen of the Damned. Yeah. Like, there was like three books that they mixed into that movie. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Rewatching mm-hmm. it as a 34 year old, though, I was like, do I need to go back and rewatch Dracula 2000 or do I just let it do I just let it live in my head as a good movie yes so assuming it's not yes. a good movie yes go back and watch it I did I even made like some other friends watch it and they were like why the fuck this movie's horrible and I was like I know it's, I love it like oh it's it's so deliciously awful Gerard like, you have Butler to love it. Uh, oh my gosh that's the thing like when i watched it in bradley cooper's first wife with my dad i had no fucking idea who gerard butler was i didn't even notice that like it was fucking hyde is in there which he's um about to go on trial that'll be fun we'll have to do a oh, podcast yeah. about that yeah i was gonna ask uh, you what you've been doing uh with your free time since <laughs> since the johnny depp trial's over just did looking you, uh, at all the other upcoming trials that are going to be after it. Well, did you watch the, uh, speaking of like all those, did you watch the, the Dracula with when Gary Oldman was Dracula? That's oh, yeah. actually That's pretty close movie. to the Oh, book. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Fuck. Yeah. Dude. It was pretty close. It was, it wasn't exact, but it was close enough to her. Cause some of that just doesn't tra- like, it's I understand. True. Like, I understand how sometimes video and stuff, they have to mm-hmm. fudge things to, because it just doesn't translate to, right? You know, translate to screen. But I thought they did a pretty good job with that. And then another one that they did well. Um, it wasn't one hundred percent perfect, but it was pretty close. It was uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, one where Robert De Niro was uh-huh. Frankenstein. Like Mary that was Shelley's pretty close. That's all I. That's all I. Mary. Yeah. That afterbirth scene is just ingrained in my fucking head ever since I watched. I've seen it one time. That's the only thing that I know from that movie. Afterbirth. Really? Huh. Yeah, it was that was actually <laughs> fairly close to the book, and that's have, like one of my. Have you never seen books. one in real life? Uh, oh, I, got a, I, have, I got a great story about it. it. Slides out. Uh-huh. My first uh, uh, when my first kid was born, the placenta came out, mm-hmm. and I was so tired and actually a little buzzed because I snuck like some fireball in, and we were there for fucking forever. So uh, yeah. I nudged the doctor. And I was like, "Hey, you gonna eat that?" I was the only person no, in the room that found that funny. I thought it was hilarious. I, I'm about to tell you guys something, and I hope you have a strong stomach. Some people do that, though. That's the thing. <laughs> Dude, no. My cousin by marriage, my cousin by marriage, so my, my wife's cousin, his current, now just recently ex-wife, freeze-dries that shit and puts it into pills, and then she yeah. sells oh, it. Yeah. And then she sells it because she's a midwife, and then she sells it back to the... Uh, the people who have the babies. Yeah. I'm not shitting you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I call her the pussy pill woman, and apparently that did not go over well. Oh, that's but like, I don't that's, give a fuck. That's pretty tame compared to like, I've heard stories of people like taking it like in the hospital and eating it raw. I don't know if she does that, but I guess she's like a, uh, what do you call it? A doula. Yeah. And doula. that's what she does. Yeah. She just goes to houses and she's like, I'm going to deliver your baby. Yeah. They have the holistic way. They deliver all like, babies in a kiddie pool in the living room. Yeah. And I'm all like pretty decent, like for the, the pregnant woman and recovery. So like there might be something to that. And like, I don't know about just taking a fucking bite of it. That would be very bloody. 
No. Well, I saw my wife's, you know, when we had our baby, I thought it looked like a ribeye steak until like it melted in the weird fucking hospital bowl thing. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like, Bleh. when I saw it, I was all like, wow, that's really nice and marbled. And my wife did not appreciate that comment. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, that's really well marbled, honey. There Fun. was no yeah. fat in there. <laughs> well, it was all the veins, but it looked marbled. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. look at that. Marble. I'm like, congratulations, honey. You gave birth to a Wagyu steak. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> Are we going? Uh, we going reverse sear sous vide on this? Uh, you always got to go reverse sear, man. A reverse sear on everything. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> I put sure. it in the Traeger. You know, yeah. cook it till it's one fifteen. Pull it out, sear it. You know, sear it with some broccoli. It's a good dinner. So uh, my sonography teacher actually would save placentas that were abnormal and show them to us so she would keep them in her freezer and de-thaw it to show us and then fucking freeze it and keep it in her freezer and i'm like that is so fucking disgusting abby normal sounds like some silence of the lamb shit you know and like he makes makes like lampshades out of it yeah comes at you with a chainsaw like texas chainsaw massacre but it's all fucking (laughs) dried placentas on her face just like (laughs) wears it cuts it in half and wears it like a mask and after she kills you, uh, she like rips it off, you know. No. But I don't know what uh what scary movies do you watch during this time? Uh, I I gotta watch uh, Cabin in the Woods because that's a yeah. If if you're willing to look past the fact, I like Cabin in the Woods because it's so cliche. It's funny, and they actually go into that. Have you seen it, oh, Charlie? Yeah. Joss Whedon did a really good job. Yeah, that was actually a really good one. Um, Wait, so that's different than the, I'm thinking of where like there's like that you're thinking of in the dead, water. Probably. No, no, no. There's like bacteria in the water, and that like skin starts falling off and shit. The crazies? No, no, no. Is is cabin in the woods? Because there's there's the one with Chris Hemsworth. That's cabin in the woods. Okay, there's which, cabin fever. I'm thinking of cabin fever. Cabin okay, fever. Um, and if you can get over uh, Daniel Radcliffe not being Harry Potter, I highly recommend The Lady in Black. Yeah, The Lady in Black. Talk about things that scared the shit out of me, not the movie. That is, that was a great one, and I don't think I don't think he gets enough credit for that. That's literally, that's re- a great, great horror movie and that just, I, uh, you don't, don't that, get credit for it. When, that, when I found out that movie was coming out, I was terrified because when I was like 13, like the local playhouse in our town was doing the lady in black, like play. And my mom was like, do you want to go see it? Like, it's supposed to be like really scary. I was like, it's a fucking play. Like how scary can it be? That was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. Charlie, have you seen the lady in black? I actually have it. I, I recommend it. It's uh. She I actually, think I've heard it was good though. She For a PG 13 movie, that movie was really, really good. Yeah, because it wasn't it one of the first after he did Harry Potter too. Yeah, after all the Harry Potters, I think. Yeah, after, I think yeah. Because that's all he did during like all those years. I don't think he was in any other movies. So I think that was like the first movie after he was Harry Potter. So it's like, oh shit, he's doing something else. So that's pretty awesome for him to do something, and it'd be like terrifying. So you're like, oh my god, he's not. He was fantastic in it. It was really good. I. I, if anybody ever was like, oh, what movie am I going to watch that's kind of scary? I'm like, and they're like, well, it's not too scary. I'm like, well, it's scary, but it's not gory because it's only rated PG-13, mm-hmm. but it'll mm-hmm. get you. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it, it'll, it'll get you. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm a pussy when it comes to scary movies. Like I love them. I enjoy watching them. I just can't sleep. That's me. Four days. Okay. Everybody has myself. <laughs> everybody has different opinions on this. The Mel Gibson signs. I love that movie. I don't think it's I scary. I saw it one time. But... Yeah, but did it scare you? Okay, so it actually, when I first saw it, it did scare yeah. me because it, it came out, it was a summer movie, and it came out, and I was spending the summer at my grandparents that live on like a 4,000-acre farm in Indiana. Okay. So their house is surrounded by cornfields. And I went ah. and saw it, and it was like, and I think I actually saw it, it might have been... <laughs> Like, yeah, like every noise I heard, I was like, fuck, God damn it, what was that? You know? But yeah. Yeah, I think Since that was then, one though, of those ones where it was like, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if it was scary or if it wasn't scary, but it was kind of suspenseful enough. Yeah, it's suspenseful. I wouldn't say it's a scary movie, you know, but it's it's a very good movie. It's up there. Like, I, like, I don't know if it's supposed to be scary or if it's just really suspenseful. Because yeah. the new Evil Dead fucks me up pretty bad. The new Evil Dead. I haven't seen the that remake? one. I remember the commercial for it, and I was like, "Oh fuck that shit!" Yeah, my uh, I, I watched. Think I it. started to watch it. I watched it like when it first kind of came out on whatever DVD, Blu-ray, and because uh, I liked the first one or the original one with uh, Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. It was like okay, like it's kind of tree rape was a bit much, but it was a rape, good movie. Yeah. I mean, tree rape typically. I wasn't much. I wasn't ready for that. I didn't know that was going to happen. And I was but like, the, oh, my God. They, yeah, they the, did, the they remake, did I was like, this is not campy. This is horrifying. And <laughs> like, with the girl, like, like one of the girls, like, takes a box cutter and just, like, licks it and, like, hot dog slices her tongue apart. Oh. Like, <laughs> see, I'm not into gore. I'm not into the gore. Like, I, I think that's probably why I didn't. I don't care for like slasher, bloody, anything like that. I want it to be scary, but I want it to be like good. Not a Rob Zombie, uh, Rob Zombie fan. See, he's, I love, uh, I was just going to say house of a thousand corpses is great. I love, um, uh, what is it called? His Halloween was pretty good. Devil's rejects. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty good. his? I liked his Halloween. Yeah, I, I didn't because it gave Michael Myers a backstory. Mm-hmm. And that was so they gave Michael Myers a backstory like, oh, this is why he's scary. But in John Carpenter's, he was just a fucking psycho without a backstory. Wait. And I think that's why I thought that John Carpenter, I think it's John Carpenter. John Carpenter? That's why I thought Halloween? I, I think that was Carpenter. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Okay. Well, okay. Wow. I don't know why I said Carpenter. Both anyway, synonymous. But like, I feel Carpenter like Carpenter did something else. Yeah, but see, like, I feel like that's scarier because you don't have a reason. Like, he was just a murderous kid who wanted to murder everyone. Like, he didn't have like a weird backstory or anything like that. He just wanted to kill, and that's why I, I think John, that... John Carpenter did Halloween. I'm not crazy. He also did The Thing, which is another great movie. Wes Craven did. Uh... Halloween. I thought Wes Craven did uh, Scream, right? No, I thought Wes Craven did uh, Nightmare he on did Elm Street. Did, did, he, did he do Nightmare on Elm Street? He did Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep, and he did. He did. God all, damn, my movie trivia is good tonight. He did all the Scream <laughs> movies. Which Scream? The original Scream Terrible. movie. Oh, you, really? I God. love that one. Oh, 
See, I just I watched won't. a reaction of Scream. I fucking love Scream because, it, like, well, my friend and I, when we were in junior high, high school, would watch it and laugh our asses off because it's 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 a it's it's a comedy. It's a oh. horror movie, but it's a comedy. It's a it's a teen movie based on murder, right? It's what it is. It's like, a, like yeah, I thought a scary team. movie was scarier than Scream. I'm trying to think what else like really fucks me up. That I want Did you know that Scream actually was supposed to be called Scary Movie at first? Yes. I don't know. That's funny that it wasn't. Ask, mm-hmm. We'll ask Ross. He probably auditioned for it. When he's going to the Ohio State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I mean, like. So who did uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? That was, uh, that was Wes Craven. Yeah. Wes, okay. Wes Craven. That was yeah. Okay, because in Scream, he's actually dressed up as Freddy as the janitor. The janitor's Freddy Krueger, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, other than that, like I like the Halloween movies. I typically watch are like uh, I really like um, shit. What's it? Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp. Oh, I <laughs> love that movie too. Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice is a must-watch yeah. every year. Oh. My wife hates it. My wife hates Tim Burton, and I'm like, that's I don't know why. Oh, I love Tim. I love anything that Tim Burton does, which means I also love Johnny Depp. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but anyway, Johnny Johnny Depp is hit or miss. I think with me, I just like. I mean, yeah, I don't watch everything that he's Edward, in, but all the Tim Burton stuff I do like. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands, I find, again, it's one of those movies I can watch every few years. My wife loves it, but like she'll start it like every Halloween. The first leaf falls on the ground, and out come the Halloween movies. And it's just like, oh, Edward Scissorhands is like five minutes in. I'm like, can we wrap this shit up? It's so boring. <laughs> like, it is so slow. Like, let's go. See, one. Oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say one that I didn't know was uh, Paranorman. It came out in 2012. Mm-hmm. It's a claymation type, yeah. very like Nightmare Before Christmas-esque. It's a really good like good one. Yeah, there's kind that of, one. There's a Frank, Frankenweenie. Yeah. Frankenweenie and the Corpse's Bride. Yeah, Corpse's Bride. Yeah. Oh, we watched uh, Sleepy Hollow over the weekend. Another classic. Ooh, Tim Burton. yeah. Another I don't think I ever saw that one. Tim Burton and uh, really? Johnny Depp. Yeah, Giant Depp plays a goodbye crane. Yeah, with Christina Ricci. Yeah. I think it was in 2000. I think they made that in 2000. That's a really good one. 99. Yep. 99. Christopher Walken. Christina Ricci, plays... that was uh that was Wednesday, right? Yeah, Black yes. Snake Black Snake Moan. I never saw I watched Black Snake that the Moan. other night. I never saw Black Snake Moan. You should. It's so good. I fucking love that movie. Talking about I was going to bring it up with Justin Timberlake. It's one of those movies where uh once you watch it, you're like, oh, shit, that's Christina Ricci. And then you watch something like you watch at the Adams Family, like, oh, Christina Ricci. And then you remember Black Snake Moan. You're like, oh, this is weird now. <laughs> eh, you have to separate it in your mind, but yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of shit that she was in as a child, too. So it's just oh, kind of yeah. like, wow, okay. Yep. But yeah, Christina no. Ricci, Christopher Walken. She has a great rack. <laughs> yeah, she does. She's hot. But yeah, Christopher Walken plays the headless horseman in Sleepy Hollow. Hey, I'm gonna like cut your head. So off. good. Well, no, he doesn't talk. He has no speaking room. He has no, yeah, no lines, except for uh, that he goes. But he looks so good. But yeah, 
So it's a good one. You have to check that one out for sure. I remember watching that as a kid and being scared of it because it was gloomy and it was creepy. Yeah. Probably it's a the, good one. The first movie I recall like really fucking me up was what year was this? But I was young. I was probably in middle school and my dad thought it'd be a great idea to take me to like the the opening showing of House on Haunted Hill. Oh, did you ever what the, the do you ever see the black and white version? So that's he's like, oh yeah, like I remember this. That was like, not scary. I was so I was eleven, and yeah. Uh, oh no, the original. The, he was thinking like the original is like oh it's like this great like haunted house movie, and then it opens up with like you know to this day I have an actual fear of like mentally retarded people because of the opening because there's like during that insane asylum and. They're all like, like, and then they jam that, they jam that pencil in the guy's ear, and then they have like the video camera pulling out their entrails and shit. But well, uh, another, uh, I was like, hey, Dad, one. I think I want to leave. He's like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> well, that came out about the same time as Thirteen Ghosts, mm. and Thirteen Ghosts was pretty okay. Oh my god, I, I have an hilarious Ghosts. story about that. My parents were watching it. And it was like in the middle, kind of towards the end. And what is it called? The jackal, the thing with the cage on its head, like the creepiest yeah. one. Yeah, the yeah. one that's still like, all- that one still to me is scary. When I watch that movie, I'm yes. like, okay, I don't Run. remember it being this scary. And then I see her, I'm like, okay, that's kind of fucking terrifying. Yes. So my fucking uncle <laughs> comes in the house, like him and his wife are staying with us for the weekend. They just arrive. He sneaks in. I'm watching staying quiet he's crawling in the fucking jackal is on the screen and he ah over my mom and she almost like pisses herself screaming it was fucking hilarious so that's like one of my favorite movies because it has that memory but also that's such a good that's another underrated one yeah shannon elizabeth Tony Shalhoub. I remember liking that one when I was little, when I was not little, but younger, like preteen. Uh, Matthew I Lillard. I liked it so much. But yeah. anything that Matthew Lillard is in, I he's, love him. He's kind of an underrated actor. He kind of, it, like he was really big in the 90s, I feel. And then he was, and maybe he was like, I'm just going to cruise on life. Well, did you ever in something that's popular? Oh. Did you ever see the uh, remake of. Uh had ryan reynolds in it oh uh, amityville horror amityville yeah oh, he you... looks so oh my god that scene i think him that was in the pajama pants well, I think that's... The rain. yeah i think that was like the movie that launched him as like the hot guy right this guy's hot like Let's before say, I would that disagree. Even... i would I, I would say the movie that probably launched him was van wilder maybe but like that's amityville true. horror was kind of like um like that one like he was hot in van wilder but then like he does Amityville Horror, and he comes out, and he's like Serious. the same hotness, but like twenty pounds more muscle and fucking ripped. Kind of like, um, well, like, like Michael B. Jordan in Creed, right? And he had a beard, so he looked older. Like Michael, me and my wife were talking about this. Like Michael B. Jordan was in a lot of thing. things, but like Creed was the one which made him like women like holy shit, like he actually is fucking hot. And my wife will leave me for Michael B. Jordan any day. But before we get off here, uh, what movie did we watch? I just, I just had it in my head. 
shit, lost it. But we're watching, we watched some movie I forgot about. God damn it, it's gonna, that's going to drive me nuts now. But we'll wrap this up so we can all go watch uh, Beetlejuice and have fun. And uh, I have the day off tomorrow, so I'm going to have a few more drinks. Uh, try not to get whiskey dick and see if Stacy's up to uh, a little <laughs> later. And uh, You're going to fuck her belly button? You're going to fuck her colostomy, her, uh, colostomy bag? <laughs> well, I mean, is, do you really love somebody if you won't fuck their colostomy hole? I, you know, I, I feel like that's the definition of lost. I mean, if she life. asked, right? Like, if she asked, I would. Like, maybe. But, you know. If she's like, I really want you to do this. I'm like, well, I love you. I've done weirder shit for love. No. You could have her, like, take an ice bath. And he'd be like, hey, I've always wanted to fuck a dead chick. And then just get her out of the bed. Like, get her out of the bath and just bang her on the bed real quick. Yeah. I have heard a story maybe, maybe, maybe put a toy tag on her. Oh, now you're getting into, like, uh... <laughs> A sheet over her face. And I brought this up on uh, the episode where I had uh, Megan on. Uh, by the way, she's like in first place in that competition. So in, down in the description, I've got the link. Go vote for Megan. Because I think if she wins, she wins like many. I think she gets to be in a movie. She gets to be in a movie. But she also wins like, I'll probably misquote, but something like 35 grand. And she's going to take like 20 of it and donate it to like veteran charities and stuff. So I, 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 I chipped in 10 bucks for yeah. like 10 votes for or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm not like, like I threw in for it. I hope she wins. Yeah. And she's awesome. I, I've, I've chatted with her. Um, no, off Megan, and on. I'm, Megan's and just, dope. Yeah. She's, she doesn't suck as a person. Yeah. Like she's, she's pretty okay. I like her. I like her. She's all right. But uh, I was talking to her about, uh, I guess American horror story has like a spinoff show now or American horror stories. And like each episode, How can that show have a spinoff? Because it's none like of the... it's the same writers and stuff. But what it is, it's like every episode. Every, right? <laughs> every episode is like its own just story, like side story kind of thing. Some, so it's like Twilight Zone. Kinda. Sometimes they connect to one of the seasons of the main show, but most of the time they're like kind of just their one-offs. And there's one episode where this girl works in a mortuary, and like. Is she's super depressed, like, don't know what she's doing in her life. She, uh, like, not to spoil things, but like, when she was, uh, uh, like three year old, her mother was like murdered in front of her, and she spent like three days in the house with her dead mom, and it fucked her all up. And she does, in, in a very grief stricken moment, she for a few seconds does something where, like, oh, oh, god, but then I'm like, Fuck this show because it was so well written that now I'm like have like I'm partially defending this woman's actions. <laughs> I get it. I understand why you're doing this. But like it's fucking crazy and gross and weird. But it's like I get it. <laughs> like, God damn it! Now I'm defending this woman. But go check it out. It's I mean the the episode's called Necro, so you can imagine you know I immediately was like, well, I'm gonna fuck somebody dead. Uh, looks like I'm going through a bottle of Jergens that night. Yeah. <laughs> It's a really good, it's a really good episode. And I think it's on Hulu, maybe. But but yeah, so anyways, we'll get out of here. Thanks for uh, coming on tonight, you guys. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you guys later. I'm already kind of drunk. So peace out. I have one. I'm going to have one more. Same. <laughs> Noodles. Bye, guys. And we're Bye. out. Thank you.
Mama, we all go to hell. Mama, we all go to hell. I'm writing this letter and wishing you well. Mama, we all go to hell. Shit. 